Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Xander Cook. And this is a show where we force our interests upon one another. Um, this week, we are back on the RuPaul train. We are a little behind, but we're, we're trying to chug right along here. Um, we are reviewing the Farm to Runway episode today, as well as some trailers, as per usual. All is true and photograph are our trailer reviews. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's short and sweet and to the point. Boom, that's what we're doing. Get on board. Get a pony. Write it. Okay, <laughs> we'll see you in a second. Alright guys, so we just finished watching the trailer for All Is True, a film about the life of William Shakespeare by, um, yeah, it's got Kenneth Branagh in it, Ian McKellen, uh, Judy Dench, all sorts of big names in there. Um, what do you think? What do you think there, Xander? Um, this feels like a step up from the, from last week when we reviewed Tolkien and, um... The Hustle. In the hustle, yeah, I mean, it feels like a definitely a better movie. Uh, the first like opening part of the trailer where it had a little bit of comedy there that was kind of funny. Uh, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's just a story about a guy's life, and it doesn't really seem too compelling. Not a whole lot of drama, which I'm sure is hard when you try to be historically accurate. Which uh, excuse me, not a whole lot of drama. It is Shakespeare, right? But it's not one of his works. It's his life. And if, I'm, the thing is, I'm not sure exactly how historically accurate it is, because we don't know a lot about Shakespeare's life, so it's probably a lot of it is fantasy, etc. But I think it's nice to see Ian McKellen back with his roots, you know, doing Shakespeare stuff again, because that's kind of where he really, really started out. Oh, is it? Yeah, no. I mean, here's the watched an acting class. This is like 1970s or 80s. I don't know how old. This um, acting seminar... Um, movie VHS tape I think it might have been a DVD it was probably a DVD but Ian McKellen's in it as a very young man doing Shakespeare it's very fun oh well I learned something new today look at you go yeah look at that so my interest level is sitting at a solid two and a half I'll give it a three because it's Shakespeare but I mean at the end of the day yeah it seems like they're like vamping it up a lot with like the music and the this and that but you know and Kenneth Branagh is amazing so I think it's funny, you know, because you don't, maybe don't know this, Kenneth Branagh has done a lot of Shakespeare adaptations. Like, that's his whole deal. Did not know that. Yep. Although, I would say that I think the only problem with this movie that I can foresee is that just given the direction of a movie that you'd have to take with this, they probably shouldn't have released it in May. I mean, when you have a movie that's going to be about, like, you know, like, about someone's life, it doesn't look like it has a whole lot of drama or a whole lot of action to it, it's probably just better suited for... Not a summer month when you have nothing but blockbusters all over the place. Yeah. It might just get lost and it might not get the attention it probably deserves. There you go. There you go. There you go. And we'll be right back with Photograph. Boop, boop, boop. All right, so we just finished watching the trailer for Photograph, which was Xander's pick this week. I'll kind of kick it off here. Uh, it's a foreign film. Uh, it's going... Doing very well in Sundance, it looks like. Um, looks alright. It looks good. Um, it's interesting, I guess. I don't know. It's just like, 
the trailer gave away the whole movie, basically, which seems to happen a lot lately. Guy's grandma wants him to get married. Guy's grandma is like, I'm gonna stop taking my meds. He's like, take the picture of a chicken. He's like, hey, can you pretend to be my girlfriend so my grandma don't, like, can calm down? And then, like, oops, they accidentally fall in love while pretending to be in love. And then, yeah. Pretty basic story, honestly, but it does look beautifully shot. And it could be cool. Wow, that was riveting commentary. Yeah. You should review every movie. I <laughs> should. I should make it a, a just a profession. I'm a critic, guys. Official. Yeah. So the entire like trailer just goes through this whole like will they, won't they moment of You, you know, know they will. Where she's where they're pretending to not like each other and then they slowly start falling, you know, in love with each other. Here's the thing, people. Stop giving away your entire movie in the goddamn trailer, okay? It's not cute. You're not selling me that way. You're making me not want to show up, okay? It's true. I know this movie. It shouldn't be rocket science, okay? These people, for the most part, you know, this is a foreign movie, but for the most part, you people are in Los Angeles, and you would think that if you're in Los Angeles, the entertainment capital of our country, that you're the best of the best, and if you're not, then why are you there? Like, just find a way to make a better trailer. This is ridiculous. I have no interest in this They're movie. there because of money and people they know. I have a zero interest in this Not movie. Not everyone's in L.A. because, because of I talent. I just watched this movie <laughs> in the trailer. I'm done with this movie. I'll give it, like, a two. I'm done. Two. I'm done. Turn it off. We're going next topic. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a second to talk about RuPaul. Hey guys, just taking a quick second here to come talk to you about the wild adventures of Xander Cook. I want to tell you really quickly this week that I have a small little uh, flash fiction story out on Amazon called The Milkman and the Fire Truck. Please go check that out on Amazon. It's a quick read about like, you know, less than like 30 pages. I'd appreciate it if you can go and check it out. And if you like it, feel free to DM me at ask underscore why underscore not on Instagram. I want to hear all of your words about my new story. All right, folks. So we will kick off this review of the episode of RuPaul's Drag Race with talking about this little kind of mini challenge type thing they had. Um, they were doing some runway training with the one, the only, robbed of the victory of all stars, Miss Alyssa Edwards. My heart, my soul, I love her. And this is actually Xander's first time encountering her. Maybe not the best representation of her, Who? but... Oh, rude. Excuse you. Who? Um, so apparently... Yeah, anyways, so Xander hadn't ever met her before, so we get a little bit of personality, we're getting some fun little quippy Alyssisms. Um, what'd you think of Alyssa? Alyssisms? Is that, is that a thing? I, I, I just made it a thing. Did you just trademark that? In TM, uh, patent pending, signing on my birth certificate, Jasmine Sherman made that. I wasn't sure what to make of her, you know, it's hard to get a good example of how people who people are in such small snapshots I learned that from the meet the queens videos where i like misinterpreted everybody yeah, that's a good point <laughs> everybody all right all right well less less simple a little but simplified how would you that, think of her look 
was really put together, real pageanty. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at you bringing out the terms of the biz. That accent, though, that was that was deep. That deep was, south. Was deep. Where was that from? That's not like South South. Is that like that's she... Mesquite, Texas. Honey. Oh, Texas. Well, we're not gonna upset. We're gonna get all up people. in this mug up in Texas. All right, y'all. Well, I think we upset enough Texas people with a previous episode of our podcast, so we'll just leave it at that. I am not planning to, mis to upset any Texas people. I love Alyssa Edwards, and she's wonderful. Um, watch her show on Netflix, Dancing Queen. It's great. So anyways, uh, the little runway challenge thing, it was pretty fun. Um, some highs, some lows. Uh, who did you think really sh shined, shone, shunned, shunned, sparkled? Well, I mean, it was about the beginning and the end. Oh, all right. Uh, the beginning, I liked Vangie's coming out with her, uh, with her, like, first, like, like a little walk down the runway, and obviously bonus points for being able to finish off that Dr. Dre lyric, you know, I see you there, <laughs> you know, Chronic 2001, still one of the best albums ever, <laughs> and then, um, see, uh, Xander here gets the important RuPaul references that the norm, the, the casual all, fans don't all get, all you normies wouldn't get, else normies, <laughs> yeah, but, um, no, I liked, uh, Evie at the end, but, you know, I got a, I got a thing for Evie, I think, um, yeah, I think the most talented person in the entire show, but I was saying that since the beginning. I remember, you know, a few episodes back when we had uh, mm -hmm. we had Sam on there. I said it was her challenge to lose, and you said pump the brakes, and I was like, we'll see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously Evie is amazing and wonderful, and I love her. Um, ever since I saw her in New York, I was just like, oh god, I love her. I want her to do everything. Um, and no, she she comes out and. She just has the sass, and she just has to make sure she says at the end of her runway walk, oh, yeah, and I did all that injured because I deserve to be in this competition. Silky, I'm looking at you, Miss Silky Ganache. And, yeah, I thought that was in her little velvet, velvet maroon pants, just looking cute. Um, and other than that... Yeah, no, it's They kind of cut through a lot of the scenes there. They didn't show yeah. us any sugar or any Akira. No, no sugar, no Akira. But it sounds like they're about to do a little hoedown challenge. Yeah, that's the, um... Let's go check that out. Yeah, the main challenge is going to be a little country breakfast hoedown for Rue. So we are going to go watch that and tell you what we thought about it in just a minute here. So we'll see you back in a second. All right, folks, so we just watched the... Miss, what do they call themselves? The country hoedown? They were the uh, Miss Pumpkin Pies. Yeah. Um, we watched their little dance. Um, and, yeah, you want to kick this off? First impressions? What do you think there, Xander? It was a short little thing. Um, and with the camera, how it was moving around, you couldn't really get a good sense of who was doing what well. But the thing that I didn't uh, seem to notice was I liked Nina's little touch with the black tooth. And oh, she seemed yeah. like she was getting pretty into it. And obviously, Banji over on the uh, barrel of hay with the straw out of her oh, mouth. Oh, that wasn't no Banji. That was Evie. Oh. Banji, How dare you? Evie. Ooh. Oh. Still got Banji on the mind. You know, you really, you know. She sticks. She sticks. <laughs> the Dr. Dre references everything. Uh-huh. Anyway, Evie, my fault. My lord. My fault. Gosh. Cut it. Edit it. Rewind it. We're not doing this over. <laughs> <laughs> So, Evie, on the little barrel of hay with a straw out of her mouth, with the little, um, what was that instrument? 
Instrument fiddle. lady. Ah. It's a fiddle. It's a well, fiddle. Also known as a but when you're when you're doing country music, it's a fiddle. Um, yeah. What's its accurate name? I I mean fiddles are technically the same as violas, I think, and if I'm saying this wrong, then Sam's gonna murder me. But I'm pretty sure it's the same instrument. It just depends on what kind of music you're talking. And there might be subtle differences when you have what fiddle versus a viola. Sam but will I don't be know. calling us later. Sam will call us later and he'll tell us all about why one why it's called a fiddle or viola. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, she's sitting over there with the fiddle. And um, yeah, she's giving me like this one documentary I saw about these redneck hillbillies in like either North or South Carolina um, realness, like, I'm, like, everyone else up there is trying to be all, like, oh, we're cute country rhinestone girls, and she's sitting over there, like, I probably do meth, sitting on the hay bale, just, country, country away, she's almost parodying it, which I thought was just great, I appreciated it, that, all of that. Like, they're on meth? Are you trying to, like, alienate everyone that listens to us? (laughs) No, I just watched this one documentary one time, and they were insane, they had, like, they were, like, shooting at each other and sleeping with each other. It was this insane hillbilly redneck documentary. And, like, I mean, I'm from Fromberg, Montana, all right? Like, not that far removed. So, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings here. But. But I just probably did. <laughs> if your feelings was hurt, you may complain to us at the Flip It and Reverse It Instagram page in our DMs. Well, before we hurt anybody else's feelings... What? I got hot takes, alright? Oh. I ain't here to make friends. I'm here to have opinions. Oh, okay. So, what's your opinion on the runway look? <laughs> oh, good segue! Look at you, segue He is a good segue man. Um, we're doing bottoms first, right? Well, what was the challenge? Oh, challenge was, uh, it was a construction challenge, so, we, as we know, Brooklyn won the last one of those. Uh, make an outfit out of organic materials. Farm to runway, darling. Yeah, did I cover it? Yeah, we got there. Awesome. So, my bottom look, first bottom look, I had number three as a Kyria. Um, it just wasn't all that inspired. It was pretty much just denim. There wasn't really a lot of other materials put into it. And the denim looked cheap, too. And I just, I don't know. It just kind of looked like Ben Franklin friggin' go into a store, buy some fabric, try to make it an outfit. It wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't hideous. It just wasn't really inspiring. And, uh, yeah, that's that's about all I got to say to my number three look. Bottom. Yeah, uh, I didn't really think too much of Akira's look either. She almost made my bottom three. But my first bottom three was uh, Miss Nina West. Nina. Oh, Nina. Yeah, this corn look, I mean, it just, there, there was nothing really to it, and I didn't really, I hated her hair. Oh, yes. Look at your learning, oh my gosh, you're learning so much about fashion, I love it. Yeah, just that, that purple hair, it just, it looked like it was really awkwardly cut, um, it just looked awkwardly straightened, I just, I didn't Off like it. Off the rack, darling. Yeah, the purple didn't seem to really make a whole lot of sense, and this getup just looks like, it's just, it's tacky it, it doesn't look good at all like i'm no fashionista but like i wouldn't tell anyone to wear that <laughs> like, well i wouldn't i 100 percent agree with you because nina was my number two bottom look well look at that so go into further details for the people at home so okay so she's got corn attached to a corset essentially corn husks and she's got a couple little 
purple accents and then this obnoxious purple wig and all of her makeup is purple. And I'm just like, girl, you can lay back on the purple. Purple's got nothing to do with corn. Purple didn't, isn't in corn's will. Purple and corn, they aren't even friends. They don't even care for each other that much. Like, you need to calm down. And the wig is absolutely horrible. Like, it's just a bad wig. Like, just, she should have just made a wig out of corn. Like, I don't, I don't even know. And they have made several comments about her proportionizing and her hips, etc. And it's still not there in this look, either. Like, it's, it's still not there. She's still got a lot up top and, like, skinny little mini legs. You need to add some hips, Nina. And the bottom of the corn dress is just, like, it looks like she ran out of husks. Like, you can see little nibs of her butt sticking out. And I'm like, girl, if you're going to make a corn outfit, then make a freaking corn outfit. And we've... Corn has been done many times before on this show, and it never seems to work out for people, so they should just know to avoid the damn corn. And that's the end of the rant. Uh, well, it's the end of the rant for all of you at home, and I'm sure I'll hear the rest of it once we, do- we stop recording. Ooh, what? My bottom number two look was Raja O'Hara, because um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what exactly was trying to be accomplished with this, like, sort of beef jerky look. Oh! Um... With I didn't see beef jerky, but now I do. Now, like, holding this piece of, like, broccoli, this overgrown <laughs> piece of broccoli, with some random accents of other shades of green in her eyebrows, and then you're going with, like, the Cleopatra, like, necklace around the neck. Yeah, that necklace don't make sense. And then you just got some regular pants. Burlap. Because you ran out of bark that someone else stole. You think it was shady that plastique... Why she take all my bark? <laughs> Those aren't your pieces of bark, plastique. Do you think that was shady? Uh, no. I feel like certain people. What if she put it at her station, though? Certain people like to create drama for no reason. <laughs> you know, it, it, I just I got I don't understand it. You know, it's just like. You know, either you're an alpha personality or you're a beta personality. Like, you know, and if you're really an alpha, then just go snatch the pieces of bark back. Yeah, rip them off the outfit. And yeah. let's be honest, I don't care. Plastique had maybe three pieces of bark on her outfit. That ain't saving this piece of shit. Oh. Ooh, watch your language. Sorry. God. Sorry. So, who was your bottom bottom? Raja. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're stealing um, all my ideas. I know. I'm just, I'm just following right behind you. Doop, 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 doop. Um, just so I can add in some more colorful content. Letting you have the first, the first whack at it. Um, it doesn't matter how weak the concept was for this outfit. It's just terribly constructed. There are holes all over the seams of her pants. They don't fit right. They don't look like anything a woman would wear or a man or a cat. I don't, anything. Nobody wants to wear those pants. They're ugly. Um, and then she's got, she's got a cool braid idea with her like kind of, I think it's straw or hay or something that she wove into a big green braid. That's pretty. That's all great. The top of her, her head looks nice. It just, the outfit don't match. It doesn't coincide. Um, she, she lost it somewhere about halfway down. Uh, it's just sad and bad. And those two separate ideas not working into one. Okay. Well, this wasn't my worst outfit. Uh, cause for the first time since doing these tops and bottoms in these episodes, which I believe this is the seventh episode that we're doing now, this is the first time that I've ever given out a two. 
A two. A two out of ten. Yeah, because you know what we're doing. You've been rating these? I've been rating these. That's how what? I keep track. You know, oh my lord. We do this, we watch this segment, right? And then we just we just, you know, discuss that we're gonna do tops and bottoms. And so for me to keep track of it, I give it like a one out of ten scale. That's how I keep track of things. Wow, so this is this is the worst worst. This is the worst one I've ever seen. Oh, who? Vanji. Oh no. Come on, she yes. changed her silhouette. <laughs> who cares about that? I don't care if you change your silhouette. I don't care if you change into like a mushroom. I mean like, <laughs> this is like what is this? You just put some rope and then you got just like a bath towel or maybe like a pillowcase. It's a piece of burlap. It's just a pillowcase and you just put that around you and you tied it up and then you just put a piece of rope on your head and then you called it a day. Category it, is burlap. This is the laziest thing I've ever seen in my life. This Here's, is this is lazier than Trump explaining that he doesn't lie all the time. I mean, like, it's just <laughs> like, this is lazy. I actually really like the silhouette and I think I like most of it, but I do agree with you that the rope on the head, I didn't realize until we watched it back, is... Really tacky. It's like attached to a piece of cardboard, and you can, like, if you're gonna go rope, make a wig out of ropes, girl. Like, put some effort in. I got nothing more for this. It's lazy. It's weak. I- I'm seeing nothing here. Like, what's the inspiration? Like, what 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 were you trying to accomplish? Here? Well, see, now I feel I feel weird about this. I feel a certain way because I have Angie as my number three for my tops. Well, go ahead and start <laughs> off then, because you're going first. I like the rope look. I think that you know, I think it's a cute top. It's kind of like, it's kind of like sultry and suggestive and just like loose and fun. And she kind of looks like flirtatious and young. Um, my main thing is like the burlap skirt. I think is actually really well draped. Like I think it actually has a really nice shape to it. It just barely covers all of her bits, but it's not, like, showing her b- whole butt like Nina's was. It's... I think it's actually really nice. I do... I am feeling a little upset about the rope on the head, though, because I didn't realize how tacky it looked until we slowed it down. But I... I applaud her for changing it up. I also know she's not really much of a seamstress. Uh, sorry, throwback the last season when she went home on the... Uh, that first competition. So I know she... She's doing all that with hot glue, but I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, and whatever. That's my opinion, so eat it. Well, Boom. It's your opinion, and it's your opinion. You, know, you gotta own yeah. it. You gotta own it. I am owning for, now that we're transitioning to the tops here, um, my number three look for the week is Plastique Tiara. Mm. And I don't know exactly what materials were made to make this outfit, but it works. It works. You no, know, she like, still got some of that bark. You know, Plastique may come out with the same idea week after week after week. But you know what? Coca-Cola's been putting out the same flavor for like a hundred years. And guess what? It still works. And sometimes when you got something that works, you don't got to tweak it that much. You just keep putting it out there because people like what you got. Yeah, you know what? You're not going to... They took the cocaine out of it, you know? It, they, they just replaced it with high fructose corn syrup. You know, it's the same principle. Just one's <laughs> legal, one's not. So anyway, I mean, at the end of the day here, Plastique, you know, you might not win a competition by being bland, but you will always be good. No, she's always polished. Her looks are always... Solid. You can't deny her that. Um, she did not make my top three, though. Spoiler. Sorry. Oh, who was your number two? My number two is Evie Oddly. Miss Evie Oddly. Um, well, she won the competition, so it's not a surprise that she would be in the top three. It's just, it was a really different take than anyone else. I feel like everyone else had all these earthy tones. Everyone wanted to use burlap. 
Um, but she just, like, went full just sunrise, just goddess with it. She's got these purples, these yellows, these reds, and it's just, like, this nice flowing ombre type, short in the front, long in the back, whatever the term for that is, type skirt made out of, I guess, grass or straw? I'm not sure exactly what it is. I, I know, I see, I just don't know how to explain it. Um, and then she's got this nice little bodice with a bunch of little flowers and just, she's holding a thing, a bouquet of little flowers that are the same color and her makeup was gorgeous and she was giving you glamour and not just weird and it didn't look cheap, it looked expensive and I love her. Well, Evie was my number two as well. Um, I feel like you're copying me this time. We're not supposed to have the same lineup. I'm sorry. I didn't do this on purpose. Well, I am not going to just restate everything then. I'm just going to say that the one thing that I was really impressed with is that the entire challenge thus far, the critics keep coming at Evie saying, are you capable of doing glamour? Mm -hmm. And she pulled out the glam. She got the glam. Glam bam. She took it to the bank. She made an account. She started checking. She's already got savings. It's, it's, It's there. I don't know if any of that works, but I'm just going to let you go with that. Yeah, it yeah. worked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, number one. Da-da-dum. Sugar cane. Oh. I know. Hot take, right? All right. All right. We don't have the same number one. I like it. Go for it. So, I, on watching this back, I think sugar cane's look is severely underrated. Um, you know, you've got this just gorgeous silhouette. She had just stoned and detailed every single little bit of it with, I can't even tell what the white stuff is, but then you've got these purple flowers. She even stoned her bikini underneath. I ain't seen no clumsy undergarments. The shoes match the waist, matches that gorgeous green burlap, just kind of like a, I, I, I'm forgetting the term for it, but it's like um, a dress like when it's billowy and like sucks into itself. I can't describe it. But the real winner for this whole look is her hair is goddamn gorgeous. And it's just like, she's like, she reminds me of like a a seed from a flower that got blown off the flower and now is making its way to its final resting place. And she's got little flowers in her hair. I mean, I wish there was some way for her to physically make her hair go out like that even longer, but I think that would be hard to achieve. But... It's just, it's really, really pretty and really well constructed. And this was a construction challenge, and I feel like she did not get enough credit. Well, you heard it here first, people. Uh, Sugarcane is the number one choice of Jasmine this week. Yeah. And I did not go that way. I went with Brooklyn Heights. Mm-hmm. I bet that was pretty obvious, though. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to say Silky. No, but I liked hers more than I normally like her stuff. I feel like that was a better week for Silky, for sure. Yeah, Silky didn't make the bottom because she actually did try, and it wasn't a bad silhouette. No, it wasn't a bad one at all. Um, Brooklyn just has a real simple look here, and it just works. I mean, she she has mastered the minimalism like aspect of you know runway looks. Oh, nope, yeah. Don't really need a whole lot. It's got this toga feel to it, like, you know, like, maybe like, you know, like, like Rome style, like back in the early days of Caesar and all that. Yeah, and then you do have the open back look with some orange peels attached to it, and you had the hair, like, you know, matching the orange slices. I mean, it it all works. It all works. It's simple, yet it's, it works very, like, 
I don't know what I'm trying to say here. They work really well together. I'm being distracted right now. Jasmine's eating an apple with peanut butter. It's distracting. Sorry. I got to get my snacks. Um, no, I, I this one almost made my top three. I honestly just wanted to have a hot take for the most part. But she just didn't, I don't know. It was very elegant and very simple, but I felt like the denim was kind of a cop-out for using organic materials. Like, yeah, she's got the little oranges and whatever the blue things are. Like, like she has some other stuff on there. I just didn't think it was great for the challenge. Like, she, she could have, I don't know. That's fair. That's the only reason I didn't put her in the top is I was like, okay, well, your, like, whole thing is here. You had some orange slices. Like, it's farm to runway, girl. Come on. Give us some trees. Give us some rolling in the community garden realness. Well, I think Jasmine might have the better point here, so I'll just take a step back and grab my remote and get ready for this lip sync challenge. All right, we'll see you guys in just a second here. All right, guys, just going to come at you real quick here to tell you what we'll be talking about next time here on Flip It and Reverse It. What are you going to be choosing for your topic there, Xander? So next week we'll be having an episode where we are breaking down our favorite villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ooh, we had an episode a while back called Marvel at My Heroes, which broke down our 10 favorite heroes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and this time it'll be the villains. Featuring very special guest... Uh, our friend Larry from the STS Guys podcast. You can check them out on everywhere that you check out podcasts. Wherever you're listening to podcasts right now, that's where you should check out the STS Guys. We'll also be reviewing some trailers as always. We've got The Tomorrow Man and Lord, I'm going to butcher that name. Aneria. 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 That's what we're going to call it. Aneria. We'll try to figure it out by the next time we uh, record it. We'll try to pronounce it by then. Yeah, Animaniacs. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Alrighty, folks. So we just watched the lip sync. And before we talk about lip sync, I just realized that I totally named Evie as the winner of this challenge. And I'm delusional because... Plastique won this challenge, so I don't know why I said that. I must just be creating false narratives now. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so we just watched the lip sync between Miss Raja O'Hara and Miss Akira C. Davenport. Um, yeah, and they were singing along to... Oh boy, I don't even know what that song was. Strut. Strut, thank you. Uh, I had never really heard that song before. But uh, yeah, so... Should I kick it off? Kick it off? Should you want to kick it off? Um, I'll kick it off. This was a pretty good lip sync. Um, Akira really nailed it. She was doing her little air guitar and air... I'm not sure what that instrument she was trying to play was. It looked like maybe she was doing an air trumpet, but it looked like an air double-sided piano. I'm not sure. But uh, it was. she was doing comedy. She was giving you fierceness. She pointed out the door at the very end, saying, basically, Raja, you go out the door. And, um, yeah, no, she was, she was poignant. She was good. She was funny. She was, she was great. Um, Raja was not. She uh, ripped off her little woven braid wig thing 
and uh, she just kind of held on to it, which was real awkward, and then kept spinning around, and I'm like, girl, get rid of that thing. It was supposed to stay attached to your head, and now you're just walking around with it in your hands like, oh, I dropped something on the floor. I'm just going to... Made a mistake. I'm just going to carry this mistake around in my hands for the rest of this lip sync. And that's when she completely lost it. Strut is performed by Sheena Easton, for those out there wondering what the song Strut is all about. Uh, you See, know, just then, you sounded like a DJ for a radio show. Strut is performed by Nina Eastman. Stop. For those of you wondering out there what Strut is. Stop. Xander's got a radio voice. And are we wrong? Stop. He's, he's embarrassed. I'm not Gus, okay? I mean... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what our listeners really want. That's what um, they, they crave, they live for. So, what we have here is the same thing like every week. You know, it gets really strange after a while. It feels like, because everyone's sitting in the back to watch these, to watch these um, lip syncs. And so they all understand like what the moment is. And from when you hear these like first, like, you know, like uh, meet the Queens videos, like you hear a lot of these people have been, like you know like auditioning multiple times they've been in the business for multiple years like this means everything to them and then you have the moment here where you're competing to stay in this place that you've been spending years of your life to get to and then you have one person who brings all the energy and another person who's just like yeah i'm just gonna casually just chill through this and it's just like it just makes no sense like it's like every single week the person who wins the person who actually just tried harder like, yeah. that's just kind of boring. Like, Raja just felt like she just gave up halfway through this. And I was just like, she was bringing no energy, no enthusiasm. She was kind of just, like, just chilling back and forth. It's just, it was kind of, you know, I wasn't sad to see her go because I don't like Raja O'Hara. She's been kind of getting on my nerves the last three episodes. Just unnecessary drama. Unnecessary drama people bother me. Yeah. You know, I don't mind drama, but drama needs to come from a place, not just for the sake of, it existing it's just really boring and weak and so yeah i wasn't sad to see her go but i wish she would have won out like trying harder but, yeah yeah she got owned she got owned in the energy department and you should never be losing because you just didn't try hard enough when you get to a place that you've been trying to get to for your whole life so you deserve to go home boo yeah and lip sync is like the thing the thing that you're supposed to do really well you know like that's like drag queen's lip sync that's the thing you're supposed to do good and then here we are Holding on to a, a braid, carrying it around like a sack of shame. Yeah, it just it didn't make a whole lot of sense. And I've seen quite a few reveals at this point, or like where they just like get rid of things. And normally it's done like at an appropriate time with the song, and it just seemed to come off randomly. Oh no, that was 100% not on purpose. Yeah, it was 100% like randomly. And just, yeah, I just, yeah, it didn't work. Bye bye, Raja. Bye, Raja. We will miss you. Nah, it was her time. It was definitely her time, and that's all the time that we have today. Oh, gosh! <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore, Segway Man. Um, so we will see you guys later. For the next installment. All right, so that is our show for today. Thank you for tuning in to Flip It and Reverse It. My name is, as always, Jasmine, and you can find me on Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. And Xander here, where can we find you? 
on Instagram at ask underscore why underscore not the ask why not page. Come follow me. Go follow Jasmine. Do all the following you can. And follow us on Instagram at flipping or reverse it. Uh, so yeah, next week Xander's in charge. We're talking about comic books. Yes. Villains. The villains of the Marvel world. So in order to not miss that, make sure you subscribe to us. While you're over there subscribing to us, feel free to rate us, review us, you know. Leave give us, us some a five-star five reviews. Rebate. Darn. We were almost in unison. Almost. It's a five-star rating. It's a, it's a rating. It's not a review. But leave us a review, too, because they're separate. If you want to leave me a review that says five stars, also we'll do that. Yes. That's fine, too. We don't do four stars here because four stars are for plebeians. Four stars are for couch cushions. Um, <laughs> so yeah, tune in and help us with yourselves on the computer clicking things. Yes, or your phone because who uses a computer anymore? You do. Like literally all the time. I know because I'm an old man. You are. Yes. You're ancient. Um, so yeah, what's your final thought of the day, old man? My final thought of the day is that... You don't realize how much you miss sunlight until you live in a place like Missoula, Montana, where you only get to see the sun once every, like, you know, three months. Yeah. And now, in the last, like, three weeks that we've only seen the sunlight, like, two or three times, I am considering just buying my own sun. Oh, please tell me if you get one. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. I'm it's gonna, called vitamin D. I'm going to Not that expensive. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. If I ever get rich, I'm buying my own star. Buy my sun. This is my sun. Sun. Um, my final thought of the day, thanks for asking, Xander. Um, hey, what's your thought of the day? My final thought of the day is that girls with big butts can wear booty shorts too without it being obscene because just because I got a big butt doesn't mean I can't wear booty shorts. And I'm going to wear my booty shorts if I want to wear my booty shorts and then suck on that. That's all I got. <laughs> Obviously, you feel passionate about this situation. I do. I should be able to wear skimpy clothes too without it being scandalous. You or should. other people with large butts. Not me, maybe, in particular. I'm talking about my friend. Female empowerment. Yeah! 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 Alright, well that's all we got for today's show. And we will see you guys next time. Bye!